Just a friendly reminder that the opinions expressed on this show are not worth a Canadian penny, so disregard anything you hear that might get anyone in trouble. And despite some of the great ideas you may hear, don't try them at home. Go to friend's house instead. Slam Fire Radio. This is episode 391 for February 11th, 2021. I'm one of your hosts, Adriel. I'm another one, Trevor. And I'm the last one, Kelly. I'm so like almost tripping over the 2021 part. It's like, doesn't feel right. Still doesn't <laughs> Still? feel right. No. We're into February. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably going to be like this until June. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, you know, as Matthew used to say, we all learn at different rates. We all adjust to the calendar at different rates, too, apparently. Yeah. Yeah, apparently, apparently, apparently. Yeah. Apparently. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, well, let me get into uh, what we did in guns. Uh, What we did with guns this week is brought to you by the Calgary Shooting Center, Canada's premier firearms retailer. Right now, they have the Beretta 1301 Tactical Gen 2s for 1635. These are like Mm -hmm. the short barrel versions with the ghost rings and iron sights and whatnot on them. Son of a bitch. Like nice and short and whippy. Hit a thing off a thing and made a mark. Oh, short and whippy, Adriel. Yeah, that's short how my high school whippy. girlfriend used to describe me. <laughs> Eighteen and a half inch barrel, short and whippy. Three. Oh Jesus! Chamber. I wish. <laughs> Three inch chamber. That's probably closer to the. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what we're talking. About. <laughs> uh, go check those out at Calgary Shooting Center website. Trevor, did you want to start us off with uh, what sure. you did in guns? I did stuff. I went to DC Armory today and something followed me home. Shout out to Denis and DC Armory. Oh, the stupid cat background is messing with my, my thing here. How about mm-hmm. now? Put it in front of your shirt. Stand up a little bit. My shirt that says yeah. nobody needs an, uh, an AR-15? Question mark. Nobody fr- needs a whiny little bitch either. Yet here you are, that shirt. Yep. Just put it in front of that. How about how about now? There we go. There you go. There's my Maple Ridge Armory Renegade. Lamest rifle on earth, but the best of the lamest. Huh? When you can't have an AR because you don't live in freedom, you get one of these. Yep. Now, um, yeah, I, there are semi-auto options out there I could have had, but I decided to go this route for my 7.62 by 40 WT. That bitch rides again. The, the project that will not die. It took me, I've been talking about this stupid caliber since I started podcasting back in 2011 or 2012. 7.62 by 40 WT for those listeners who may be new to the show is a Wildcat cartridge developed by Bill Wilson from Wilson Tactical in the U.S. originally designed to hunt hogs. It's since been replaced by the 300 Hammer. The idea of this cartridge was to get 30-30 ballistics out of an AR-15 size platform. So what you do is you start off with a 223 case, you trim 5 mil off the neck, put it in a die that necks it up to 30 cal, and you use anywhere from 110 to 125 grain through 8 bullet. Jam that on a 223 case, fill it chock full of powder, and um, you're shooting 30 cals out of an AR-15 size rifle. Wanted one forever, but until we had cool, non-restricted 
um, options in Canada, I never bothered to do the build because why would I ever build an AR-15 and 30 cal that I can only shoot at a gun range? That's dumber than dumb. So when uh, things like the um, SLR from Maccabee came out and then the Modern Sporter came out, I was like, oh yeah, we're doing this. So I got both of those and I built one up specifically for the 762 by 40 WT. Shout out to IBI in Vancouver, not Vancouver, uh, in uh, BC. Yeah, they're in BC. BC. Uh, they're, I can't remember exactly where in BC right now, but anyway. They're out in Air Mission. Yeah, they uh, they built me two Air of those barrels Air. and uh, on the house to, uh, you know, because they're really good to us. We promote them. They ha- hook us up. So shout out to Ryan. And um, I was in the process of working out the gas system when the government went full retard. And can I say that? I probably can't say yeah, that. You can. Yeah, you can. Oh, I can. On our oh, show, you can. Oh, sweet. Okay. So. Um, yeah, they went right off the deep end and, uh, took away my guns. And so I decided to, uh, keep the project alive by getting one of these straight pull rifles. If you haven't seen Adriel's review yet of this, I highly recommend it, but lock your, uh, do that thing where you freeze your visa or something first and you can't quickly access it. Then go watch his video and, um, you'll thank me later. And then you'll thank me again when you thought your visa in the microwave to discover that you've ruined it and the chip doesn't work. <laughs> and then you'll thank me again when you get a new one and buy this gun from DC Armory, of course. So uh, tell Denis I sent you. So anyway, it's very preliminary right now. Uh, all I've done is put on a cheap handguard for now. I've got an actual proper Maple Ridge handguard on order. I'll put the barrel on before the show and just took the receiver and the upper out of the box. I've done nothing. I'm going to... Um, strip one of my um, alleged ARs that I may or may not own for parts and build this thing up. Mm-hmm. So next week when you see it, it'll be a bit more on the completed side. Yay. And Denise got one in stock, um, like the production rifle that they make at Maple Ridge Armory. Mm-hmm. From across the room, you're like, oh, what kind of baller AR is that? And then you get over and you see this like funny handle in the wrong spot. Anyway. It makes you dream is. about the days yeah. when things were different. Yeah, long for a little bit of freedom. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. It's still it's it's non restricted, so I will um I will get this thing up and running and develop a nice accurate load with 110 and 125 grain bullets, and then um yeah man, this would be a good truck gun, good hunting gun. Uh, it's lamer than shit, but it's still cool in a bolt action. How's that? Mm-hmm. For hunting, it doesn't make a difference. Not at all. I mean, if you run like a 200 grain with that, it, it's got to be subsonic, right? There's no uh, no such thing as a load for this particular cartridge in 200 grain. Mm. You'd, you'd have to be doing like 300 blackout type type stuff. Yeah. yeah. The 300 hammer might go up to 150. Hmm. Now, if I had known about the 300 hammer, this wouldn't be a thing. Yeah. You know, but this was a lot of freaking work, man. You can't buy the barrels in Canada. You'd have to buy one in the U.S. and find out how to legally get it into Canada. And uh, I couldn't get the the dies. I had to have somebody buy the dies and then mail them to me. That's legal because it's just reloading equipment. But I couldn't purchase the dies in Canada. We had to, God love Denis, Denis somewhere on the internet from DC Armory found the reamers and go and no go gauges. So we could actually build the barrel. So he purchased the reamers and then we mailed those reamers to IBI. They used our reamers to make the barrels. Like this has been a pretty involved, like if we didn't, 
if I wasn't into podcasting and didn't meet all the cool ass people in the industry over the years that I met, this had never happened. You know what I mean? So I got to keep this thing alive because so many people have had a hand in helping make it happen. So, well, and for the uh, distances that you're hunting in, in New Brunswick, I think that right? is pretty practical. Yeah, man, absolutely. This thing, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't bother ever trying to shoot anything with it past 200. So, oh, and I got a piece of glass for it too. Um, get? Where's yeah? That's what you heard me go. Ow, a while ago, Kelly. I thought uh, this would be a good enough choice. It's um, kind of tactical, kind of hunting. It's the uh, Vortex Diamondback Tactical four to sixteen by forty four. It's mm-hmm. one of my favorite um, Vortex uh, optics scopes. I've had a couple of them now. This was actually, I believe, if memory serves me correctly. This is the same one I use for um, Outlaw Room Fire Precision. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. It's good to go for that. Good fit. Yeah, it sure is. Yeah. First focal plane, I believe. So I got an MOA. What for hunting? And what you're used to, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I got nothing, you know, MRI's good too, but yeah. So, so yeah, that'll be the glass. The, yeah. So probably by next week. Um, Because Maple Ridge is fast, man. We ordered this from Maple Ridge and I think we had it in five days. Hmm. So I'm at my handguard. I'll be here quickly too. Going with the V1, the yep. same one they use on their production rifle. Same one that I've used on uh, some of my other builds. I got one sitting on a shelf over there. Nice, doing nice, nothing. doing nothing. Just a handguard. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! It's oh, well. supposed to be attached to an AR, but uh, my ARs are uppers and lowers. What ARs? Allegedly, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, mine are legitimately lowers. I was I was telling people to do that before the band hammer came down, and I did. All mine got turned in on paper. It's just a lower. So, bitch, please, that's all you're going to get if you get anything. That's that's it for me. What about you, Adriel? What are you up to? Uh, what I've been up to? Oh, I made a couple hundred two two three uh, last weekend. It's been so cold in Alberta. It's been so cold. It's been our low has been below minus thirty for like seven days in a row. Yep, it's been so cold. Yep, batteries are like car car batteries freeze at this temperature. So you don't uh, if you don't keep your car plugged in or drive it every two days, your battery will drain. And once your battery drains at like minus thirty and below, it will freeze and it will destroy your car battery. Like pop out. Anyways, yeah. Yeah. How do you it's people survive in that barren wasteland of middle Canada? I taught like all my clients are, are Americans and uh, it's like, oh, it's, it's really cold out here. Why, why tell me something about it being cold. We plug our cars in. Oh, we do that too. Uh, the Tesla's and no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> we plug them in so that the, that there's a little heater in there and it warms up the oil in the engine. <laughs> like, what are you freeze. talking about? <laughs> we use snow tires too. Yeah. I was, I wanted to do a, a cold weather, reliability comparison but at minus 30 i, I like minus Fair 30 on. is the temperature with wind chill like we've got a lot of wind right now it's like minus 40 minus 45 like it's, it's not possible to uh stay out long enough for the guns to cool off before i'm like freezing my ass off yeah, at, the, at that temperature so i couldn't do it this weekend uh I, I can't do it the weekend coming up because it's still going to be minus 30 uh below minus 30 with wind chills so oh my jesus maybe in a weekend well, or two i'll be able to do the cold weather one once it warms up <laughs> in my lifetime bit. both as a student and as a teacher 
I have seen school closures because of minus 40, minus 45. And that's not, and that's, that's sea level minus 45, not your pansy in the prairies minus 40. It's a dry cold. It's a dry cold, but it's been, <coughs> boy, it's been windy. <laughs> it's, it hurts. Yeah. Uh, anyways, yeah, so it's been, my face. It's, it's been cold. I've been making two, two, three. I made a bunch of 70 grain stuff with burger bullets. I made a bunch of 60 grain stuff with uh, Hornady SSTs. I'd like to test. I used Benchmark because that's yeah. the only powder I could Ooh, find. Yeah, I like um, Benchmark. I've used it for 223 quite a I bit. I really like it. Like I, at first, I was kind of pissed that because it's 10 bucks more than every, everything else for powder. Uh, but I like it that it meters really well. I like that it doesn't like go all the way up to the net to the like mouth of the uh, brass. If you get something that's like a compressed load uh, with 223, at least I find, uh, I seed it. And I get like varying overall lengths because like yeah, they, stick like, powder is yeah yeah, yeah. ball uh, powder is always better yeah uh, well um, mm. benchmark is stick but it's very very short little little sticks and uh, oh it's not quite like uh, a Varget stick is it no it's not it's yeah. much smaller than that and I've I've got some BLC two as well which is a ball powder um, but. Uh, I just like what the fill rate because it's like it's it's almost where the bullet is like the bullet will come down, but it won't like cram in so that it's it's giving different pressure because it's impossible to get the grains of powder in the case the same every single time. And if you're compressing a bullet on top of that, you get different OALs. And I, I hate that. It's uh, inconsistent. Um, and like as I was doing this last weekend, so I put in like a crap ton of work, like a bunch of hours and I got 300 rounds out of it. And at the end of it, I'm like, oh my God, like 300 rounds for all that work. Like, geez, I'm never, I'm not going to reload this. I've got like a bunch of these like Cam Pro 55 grains. Like, I'm not going to reload that stuff. And then I took a look at the price, price. of 223 right now. It doubled. <laughs> Bullseye North had that, that sale yeah. on for like 450 or 439 or something like that per thousand. I'm like, oh, okay. It's better now. It, like, there, there's still, there's still ammo out there. Nah. Now this week it's all seven hundred dollars per thousand, and I'm uh, I'm looking back at these Campro fifty fives, and it's like back on the menu, boys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna uh, yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna process my two two three brass in bulk. I gotta find either I gotta buy a tumbler or I gotta find someone with a tumbler because I got so much of it. I just I need to do yeah. it in bulk. I need to do lots of it at once. Yeah, so I gotta I gotta figure that out. Uh, I wrote down here thinking about buying a, uh, Carcano and, uh, I, I why, bought, I why would you ever buy a Carcano? Cause it was cheap. And there's no such thing. Like, unless it's free or maybe he gave you a case of beer to take it. Why would you buy? Because why? SFRC had them and they had yeah, the 15% off groundhog yeah. sale as All right, well. Don't bullshit me. You want to hold that thing up and say to people, this is a rifle that killed JFK. This very oh, gun killed the president. No, that's that's the only reason why you want to JFK whatsoever. But yeah, I'll, I'll I'll mention that now that you say it. <laughs> yeah. That's the only reason anyone wants a Carcano. Don't bullshit me. And no, the cartridge is really cool. The cartridge. Okay, is so get a fantastic. get a box of the cartridges, put it on a shelf. No, and then you'd be like, "This it. is the bullet that killed. You. This is the magic bullet that went through Governor <laughs> Conley and then hid it in his wrist." Come on, it's the magic hey, bouncing bullet. Who am I? Bullet. Who am I right now? I don't know. 
Seriously? That's what he did when he got shot. His hands went up. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Never mind. My talents are wasted I on you. I missed your super offensive joke. I feel really bad about it because I love super yeah, okay. offensive jokes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who's offended? Anyway, uh, why do you want a Carcano for real? Uh, what's a cheap mill surf cheap? that you can buy right now? Uh, okay, so Mosins aren't cheap anymore. SKSs nope. aren't cheap anymore. Nope. Uh, Lee Enfield, 150 bucks. You're welcome. Got one. <sighs> But got dude, a Mosin, Kirk, got an SKS. Kirk Hannos are so awful. Uh, well, I'd love to do a video on how awful or not awful they are on my channel. So I'm going to do that. There's I already one from SFRC. Every time I see a video with a Carcano in it, some car is traveling at 12 miles an hour from 72 yards away. <laughs> well, no problem on, on, on my videos for that because okay. there's... Uh, it's not really a, a very active road near near my range, but anyway, yeah. A bookstore depository. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> Should I, I? So I'll, I'll I'll do a background for my video on that one. I'll make it like a library. <laughs> oh, yes, <laughs> please. <laughs> and I just won't mention it. It'll just be a video. No, no. It'll just be a yeah. library. When the video starts, be sitting there like this, <laughs> and then just put your hands on. Go, yeah. And tonight we're talking about the game. <laughs> Uh, my, my kids are, are editing my videos and I don't think they'll understand the, the reference. I'll just tell them to put it in. No, trust me. It'll be funny. Yeah. Some people might get offended. Whatever. I don't care. Yeah. I think it's neat. The, the, the cartridge is uh, six, five by 52. It's like not intermediate, but like more intermediate than some of the other rifle cartridges from the time. So I kind of like that. Um, the, the six, five that they use though, isn't like a six, five from like any other six, five these days. It's fourth out bigger. Yes, get, like, which is part of the problem with accuracy yeah. now. If somebody reloads for the Carcano, a little known fact, what you just mentioned, actually. And so when people try other 6.5s or reloads, yeah, horribly inaccurate because it's not the same 6.5 as the Carcano 6.5. Yeah, it's from back in the day when there were no rules. They're like, you know what, 6.5? Sure. It's going to be, what is it, 2 268 instead of 264 or whatever stupid cartridge dimension or uh, uh, caliber dimension they're using anyways i got one because it was like 280 uh and uh i think i got like some ammo and like an extra clip or two and you did buy one yeah the price was good so i had to yeah. get one yeah. and the did the you, thing i do did you I don't say know, I don't how know much if, it was i was too busy running my, my mouth 280 like 280 yeah. mm -hmm. they still have four in stock right yeah. now mm. and you know i wanted this, one two story i did mm-hmm I had uh, my little Millsurp wall going on there for a while, and uh, Posby had one. Mm -hmm. And um, he'll tell you they're bad too, but he's a Millsurp guy, so he's, you know, he test drives them all. I don't even, I, maybe I shot it. I don't know. I picked it up and I handled it. I was like, no, you know what? I'm good. As much as I'd like, because I used to bring people around my gun room and go, and this is the Savage Enfield, and it was a, uh, whatever, a, what was a Len Lease program, and I'd tell all these stupid stories and pretend I knew what I was talking about. And then I, I was hoping to someday get to the Carcano and go, you ever hear it, JFK? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, nah, alas, it was not to be. Yeah. I don't know if you're aware, but I do this little thing where I review guns, and then I probably sell them right afterwards. That's Are you right. that guy on the YouTubes, the the the, the gear hunting guy? Yeah, yeah. Is that you? Yeah, your videos suck, by the way. But 
I know. They're awesome. They're edited by 13-year-olds. So and it shows. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I see a website, it looks like it was done by a middle school student. Now I could say it probably actually was. Yeah, yeah these days, yeah. Uh, let's see. Okay. I cashed in a Bushnell and Savage rebates that came in. Oh man. I'm lo- like, this is like, well, these, this is from like November and that kind of thing, but, uh, yeah. Cash back. Rebates. Free money. Free money. Sweet. I spent I that money the ages gun ago. Anyway, he says. He spent yeah. it on a Carcano. Go ahead. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and then I did this. So I've got one of these mini fortune cookies and oh. I got, I made this. I made this. I put this strap on it so that you can like stick your gun on it and have it on. as like a. I'm, I put a strap on on my cookie. I'm gonna let him, on my mini. Okay, cookie. put a strap <laughs> on, on your cookie. <laughs> yeah. That Anyways, I thought it needed one. Yeah, it I thought does. it needed Actually, one. Actually, it does because like for something like how do you fix this? Fix this to your uh, uh, to your rifle. You don't duct tape. Duct tape. Yep. Very good point. Yeah, I could bring some duct tape to you know CRPS match and that kind of thing, or mm-hmm. or just like. Put a strap, strap. on it, yeah. the rifle barrel through. Please there stop saying go. strap on. Okay. Please. Put my strap on to the side here. Yeah. Get on with the show. It's a family show. Um, yeah. The Adams family. <laughs> and then I got, uh, I put up some videos on what I like to take to the range and uh, a Surefire X300 UA knockoff that I got off yeah. eBay. Well, that was a knockoff? <laughs> <laughs> No well, way. so uh, I, I got two gun lights recently. I got a TLR one HL, which was good and not okay. a knockoff. Uh, and I got a Surefire X three hundred from straight from China. That um, was a knockoff. Yeah, because it was thirty dollars. Uh, it wasn't very good. If your pistol mounted light costs less than a Carcano, it's from China. <laughs> <laughs> not only was it like not good, it was like it failed like every almost everything. That the tail switch on it was. Garbage. Just terrible. Just terrible. Yeah. Yep. I watched I watched your other one and I shared it widely and then the other one came up and I went I'll, I'll have a look later. <laughs> I'm cranking them out. <laughs> Hard pass. <laughs> my, my, I'm trying to make this like a part-time job for my kids. So I'm I'm doing them every day. It's gonna be yeah. like I when I was a kid, newspaper delivery. Not many people reading newspapers these days. I'm not gonna expect <laughs> my kid to do that. Yeah, instead, virtual newspaper, YouTube. Yep. Do an hour a day of that. Weren't you going to do what I take the range in cold weather? Um, I was home. hoping to do one and like you do were... it for realsies, but yeah, I, yeah. at minus thirty, it's it's not it's it's not really possible. A booster, yeah. bring a battery booster for your van. <laughs> 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 yeah, bring bring a uh, an old steel barrel and some uh, scrap wood so you can wood. start a fire. Yeah, yep. that's yeah. It's not. I don't think it's a typical thing that a lot of people no. do. So. Yeah, I want to do it, but uh, it's not going to be this weekend even. Yeah, uh, yeah that, that Surefire light. Yeah, so the tail switch on it was bad. It didn't seal moisture for shit. It just leaked it all right in. Um, cool. I would not I would not want to use them. And one, one of the pers- people on, on, on YouTube had commented like, I mean, if you're just going to use it at the range, like who cares? Um, what which, are you using a light at the range for? That's that's what my my thought was. Now some people run lights for different shooting matches, I guess. Like like you can get a, a holster that'll that'll that that's made for the Surefire X three hundred. It's for the cousins of the RC guys. They're known the Air as Soft. airsofters. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's for them. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think for for airsoft is fine. Run yeah. that thing. Yeah, those switches kind of crappy, but who cares? It's just you know. 
Um, I say that, but like some of those airsoft guys, like their guns are more expensive than mine. <laughs> no, <laughs> and they real. run real, like real scopes, real everything else on really it. Real yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of them are just fanatical. They they buy legit actual, um, real optics everything. and stuff. Yeah, and everything. If, and and if you're in a country that has Ipsic Air because you can't own a gun, mm-hmm. they're Ipsic airsoft open guns cost as much as real open guns and i don't care like you're ripping people off that's ridiculous and they're paying it they're happy to do it suckers yeah well they don't have you never know. even the meager freedoms we have here yep. uh yeah and i think what's the next video i'm putting out uh 12 gauge versus 20 gauge that's, Ooh. The, next that's the next one that i'm doing cool well, do 28 I mean, I know it's implied in the title, but like, what's the premise? Like, what do you like? What are your parameters here? Give me a spoiler. Uh, which which one's heavier? No, I. I, I <laughs> <laughs> Twelve gauge wins. Video over. No, I I, I compare like uh, uh, gun weights, uh, loads, uh, foot pounds of energy, velocity. Yada, yada, yada. I I got like real. I I pull out a spreadsheet. If you're like want to nerd out on cartridge stuff, that's going to be the video for you. I got nice. spreadsheets, but uh, if you're not really into spreadsheets, um, don't bother. Don't watch it. I'm more of a pike chart kind of guy actually i'm just a pie guy pizza Ooh, really yeah um <laughs> true, true or false. you had me at pizza true <laughs> or false adriel a 20 gauge and a 12 gauge um apples to apples have the same velocity the 20 gauge simply carries less payload usually yeah yeah okay the answer would have been true not usually but Apparently, I confused you with my well, complex. It depends term. on whether you're talking target shot or slice. I said apples to apples. That implied target load versus target same, load, or number same. six hunting versus number. Eight. Kelly got it. Even even Kelly got it. Come on. See, Trevor, I've missed you. You'll have to watch. The, <laughs> you'll have to watch the video with the spreadsheet. Took me like yeah. an hour and nine minutes, Kelly. To I know. I know. <laughs> Rusty. I know. Uh, all right, I'm done talking about my garbage, Kelly. I don't have a lot to talk about. I did the RSO instructor program for the CCFR. So I did that on Saturday afternoon over at the Kincaid Ranch. So I was able to get that done. So I am now kind of able to go out and give an RSO program for the CCFR to other people. Oh, right. Instructor. So you had to do a two day then. You had to take it on day one and then teach it on day two? Yeah, basically. Cool. So. Not basically, um, that's the way it's supposed to be. Yeah. Never mind. I don't want to know. Okay. Essentially. Essentially? Yes, Virtually. That is correct. Uh, well, with COVID restrictions, we've had to take advantage of technology, et cetera. But did I you did you threaten actually. anyone throughout the duration Abs- of the course? Absolutely not. Abs- <laughs> no, I think you could just say absolutely. <laughs> not. Uh, yeah, so we got that done on Saturday and then had uh, a bit of time at Kelly's place uh, afterwards, so that was fun. And then uh, also... That's this, exciting, Kelly. What? That I'm going to... I have something else to do? No, that well, I mean, yeah, yeah, sure. I guess I didn't think of it that way. So there's a hand, like, Joey's got it, Gallon's got it, and as far as instructors now, that'd be oh, me, Joey's got you. it? Joey was... The, uh, Joey was... Um, we literally pulled him off the street and said, holy shit, we're short. We need some students for tomorrow. 
Okay, so, so I jo- think Alan Joey. and Luke and you, Sean, and yeah, and uh, yeah, me, uh, Greg, Greg, and Sean were instructors. Gallon, um, the he who shall not be named, and Joey were students. Yeah, okay, two yeah. of the three passed. Yeah, yes, anyways. Okay, so yeah, I did that on Saturday. It was, it was actually, uh, it's a good course, and I offered some feedback on it. So we're just going to modify it just a little bit based on that feedback, I, I believe. And then we'll have it ready for everybody uh, to do. So if you're interested in having the RSO course here in Ontario, anyways, uh, let me know. Kelly Kincaid is also an instructor as well. So, hey, <laughs> you can get Kelly Square to do it. Uh, the show is over, Kelly. We need to talk more about this off air. Just please don't forget. Okay, and the other thing that I did is uh, my I had to renew. I already submitted my RPAL. Had to renew it, so that's it. That's all I did with guns this week. I didn't buy anything. I had some video chats with people and calls with people about things, but I do that every week, so that's it. <laughs> every week. Every week. <laughs> every Doesn't week. stop. All right. Let's get on to upcoming events. Upcoming events is sponsored by Telos Alpha. Telos Alpha is a Canadian digital agency who works exclusively in the firearms vertical. Check them out at telosalpha.com. Uh, we've talked about Maple Seed a couple times. Chaz 3-Gun might be opening a first match. Maybe. It's strictly against the rules right now. So um, we're betting on them changing by March. So maybe. Maybe. Who knows? Things maybe. might change. Yeah. News, uh, donations. There was no new donations. Was no waiting. new donations. No donations. No new donations that were. I like donation better. No donations. Okay. No donations. There's no new donations. We'll have more next week once they actually. More donations next week. Yeah. We talked last week about growl. It's more of a growl than a grunt. Yeah. Yeah, we talked last week about uh, that SIG pistol that went off. That was like, <laughs> oh, would oh, you yeah. drop it already? <laughs> well, I'm trying to. Do, this is the correction. This is the correction here. <laughs> yes. Are we doing like a retraction? No. No. Was, no. Okay. Was a, yeah. But I like your "you drop it" joke. That's good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, it's a bad holster. So they they stuck it in like they a modifi- holster made they, for the two two six. Yeah, they modified it. Stupid bastards. Yep. Well, it's only the special forces. Like yeah, I'm surprised they didn't the put it. For, uh, they didn't uh, put yeah, it exactly. in like one of those like sandal those flip flop holsters that <laughs> they put on the side. It wasn't like a yeah. clog. They were sticking it in. No, it was an old two two six holster. Yeah. Yeah. Tactical flip flop morons. Yeah. I, well, they look least... this. They look very like the profile of the 320 and the 226 are pretty similar. You might be fooled into thinking you can put dude. I'm 320 I, I, and a 226 holes. I'm often disappointed by the level of competency of these trainers and instructors. Like case in point, whoever was in charge of the training from the Atlantic Canadian Institute that destroyed the Rescue Gun Club and resulted in them getting banned from our club. This asshat has never been to a proper range. Like he had no idea of range etiquette or how to manage equipment or target stands. Uh, anyway. Mm-hmm. Hey. Next one. Yeah. CFR injunction. Yeah. So we did get word that the CCFR injunction was unsuccessful. Um, we. Wow. Uh, color me surprised. Something I, didn't work. 
<laughs> we pretty much discussed this already. We knew that it would be a long shot. But yeah, it'd be a real long shot mm-hmm. to about that. So, but the good thing is there was lots of um, there was lots of testimony or affidavits that were submitted uh, on both sides, and also the information is you there. reuse the work. So, like yeah. an injunction is like stop everything, overturn this thing temporarily until we get through with the real court case didn't work but all the work you put into the stop this and let's just yep that, that can all just be reused for the court case yeah it can nice. be reused but it can also be added to we've shown our hand but the other side has also shown their hand we knew what their side what their hand was so they didn't <laughs> present us with anything but now and they can prepare for us more good or next round for round more two gooder. yeah maybe they will maybe they won't maybe they'll just use legislation like the one, one news piece I didn't put in here was like the CBC was reporting that the, the Liberal Party is planning on uh, throwing out something around this buyback program. Voluntarily, by the way, voluntary buyback program is what they heard. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, so that's also rumor. Why is that not father? Uh, who knows? A volunteer buy a voluntary buyback Buy program. Back. Who knows what's going to be? In other words, with the, there's with no that. way we can orchestrate, facilitate, coordinate, manage that is coming correct. to your house and taking your guns. So, would you pretty please sell them to us? That's correct. And when, since you're not actually going to do that, here we'll grandfather you with some new 12.18.R2 D2 that yes. says you can keep your AR under the bed at home in 14 gun safes. That's yes. correct. But you can't take it to the range. You can That's just keep I, yeah. it at home. No, no, no. No, no, no. Jesus, no. It'll go wherever you hide your FNFAL. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Uh-huh. Uh, anyway, you can show it off to buddies okay. when they come over. Check out this FNFAL. Do you know who JFK is? <laughs> I'll put it next to that. <laughs> Thank you, Kelly. (laughs) Kelly, I don't think it was exactly one of these that he did, but nice try. (laughs) Do you know who JFK is? (laughs) Uh, And then the next news item. Oh, God. uh, You've seen it, right? Call it Lee. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, A YouTuber. Kate. At first, you read the title on this thing. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull this up just so that everyone can yeah, see yeah. this because this is some clickbait BS. You read this title: They survived shooting himself in the head with a freak gun accident, a 50 BMG. Now, I don't think anyone actually survives shooting themselves with a, a 50, the 50 what BMG a title. Yeah, what Who's is the title? twat that wrote that? Survive shooting himself in the head with a 50 BMG. Yeah, I read this yeah. today. You had in here, and then. Blah 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 blah. Oh yeah, he's, he's oh he took took it right in the noggin too. Oh, I don't know how you would survive that. And then you read that uh, he was testing to see how many plates it would go through, and he was shooting them from four feet away. Oh, you so he was he was idiot. shooting. He's got a ricochet. Probably mild steel plates from four feet away, and he got a ricochet. Surprise, surprise that uh, that came back. Oh, by the him. way, he's from Michigan. Do you see his? Yeah. So, not saying that. Hey, you're not saying he's friends with with Stacy, but you're saying he's friends with Stacy. Like, no. what are you doing? Are you oh, saying by the way he's from, from Michigan? Michigan aren't aren't smart? What are you saying? Stated? I'm not saying all. <laughs> oh, you're saying Michigan engineers are dumb. Some of them are, apparently. Apparently, well, this asshat is <laughs> dumbass. He's not as dumb as the, the asshat who wrote know, the article. They're not dumbasses. No, they drink whiskey and they love is. guns and freedom. Exactly. And coffee. And making mm. fun of asshats who shoot mild steel from four feet away with a 50 BMG. Dumbass. Dumbass. Indeed. Yeah. Fun stuff. 
right, at least the guy who had his hearing protection knocked off by the ricochet was from over 100 yards away. Yes, but still mild steel. Like shoot mild yeah. steel, you're running the risk that you're going to hit a previous divot and it's going to it's going to go oh, in and get rocketed concave. back right That's out right. at you. Yep. Uh, let's get on to new gun stuff. New Gun Stuff is sponsored by Bolt Action Coffee. Slamfire Radio is a brand ambassador for Bolt Action Coffee. Uh, check it out at boltactioncoffee.com and use discount code SLAMFIRE. Uh, this first one I'm kind of excited about. Kind of like, oh man, it's so expensive, but it's it's what I wanted. Uh, ATRS is now offering barrels that are made for the 180s. So, Ooh. oh shit, no way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, like the, the WSMCR oh, yeah. and the WK180C, they use a very specific AR. It's an AR barrel, but it needs to be a carbine length barrel. And if you want something that's non restricted, 18 and a half inches, that's hard. There's not a lot of barrels out there that have that combination of carbine length gas, 18 and a half inch length of the barrel. That's what my 7.62 by 40 was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And that's why I couldn't get the first one to run because we went rifle length barrel. Obviously, we need a rifle length gas system. Well, both Ryan and I weren't smart enough to actually check with Wilson first. See what the pressure was at the gas port. Probably exactly. not that much. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. And they were like, no, no, you need a carbine length. First of all, they were like, we don't have a record selling you a barrel. That's because you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> we're... we're, we're 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 uh, we're a resourceful lot up here in Kanakistan. Yeah, three hundred anyway. blackout. Uh, that's what they're all like. They're all carbine length. Anyways, if you're looking for a fancy barrel for oh, your one eighty, uh, ATRS has them. They are five fifty. So they're this not. This has got to be the accuracy answer, right? I can't wait to hear how these things actually produce and print on paper because. I like the idea of a 180, but I don't like the idea of a four-inch group, and that's what well, I was getting. Did you see my video comparing accuracy on the two of them? No, I did. I did a comparison head-to-head between the MCR and the WK 180, and most, like, pretty much all the groups were between one and two inches. With <laughs> the good stuff, with a uh, gold medal match, I got a couple of sub MOA groups. With the what? With now? the MCR. MCR. Who? What's yeah. this MCR thing? WSMCR. Yeah. It's the that's the 180 that Wolverine Supplies sells. Since when? Now that that being said, this uh, new because my didn't my didn't my, they make the first uh, WK? No, the W the WK was made by Spectre Kodiak. Blue. Kodiak, yes, Kodiak uh, Defense. Right, uh, Kodiak and Wolverine split ways, didn't they? Correct. And then uh, Wolverine went to another manufacturer in Ontario by the name of Spectre Limited. And said, make us one that doesn't suck. Yeah, and they fixed some of the problems. Now, Kodiak has also fixed a bunch of the problems that they had in their original one. So apparently they use a heavier barrel now. Mm -hmm. Uh, And they fixed a bunch of the other stuff on there. And I saw one just the other day. Finger sent me a text. His son was looking at one, and it was mm-hmm. like really reasonably priced. Hmm. I would think with it being one of the only semi-autos in two to three, we're still allowed to have that. It would have they'd be gone really expensive. But here it is, Kodiak like Defense. Yeah, twelve hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah, twelve hundred bucks is about what they go for. So I mean, like you could pick one up, and if the accuracy is good, like I got one honest one to two inch groups from uh, five round groups from pretty much all your standard ammo and with good ammo sub MOA is what I was getting. So question no, I like better ammo. Yeah. Why is this thing not been banned? I don't know. 
Good answer. Got around to it. Carry on. Oh, it. it uh, there's. There's been no mass shootings with it. <laughs> That's the justification. Wait. Yeah. Just yeah. Uh, oh no. Why is the score? Why uh, not? Maybe not Scorpion because I don't even think it's been used. Just stop, dude. Shooting. Remember, yeah. clamshell guns have been banned. The Blaze Forty Seven ban. The Mossberg whatever plinkster ban. Ruger number one in four sixty Weatherby banned. <laughs> assault right. weapon. That's an assault weapon. Yep. yep. Uh, okay, so that was that was the one thing I wanted to show was was those rifle barrels. Five five six is expensive. I think we talked about it already. Yeah. Seven hundred dollars per thousand. It's ridiculous. Yep. Uh, I am. I'm, I'm going to reload. That's what I'm going to do. Um, and, and I have like a decent stash, so I don't even know if I really need to. Uh, this was on Facebook. I think I'm pretty sure I got this off of like one of the Rimfire Precision uh pages because it seems like the kind of thing that they would have. Check out these chonky 22 bullets. <laughs> yeah. Cutting edge bullets makes these like turned copper Why? bullets for 22. Uh, Trevor, <laughs> what they send you the primed case. So you reload the, you put the powder charge in, you, you seat the bullet, uh-huh. you run it. They've got a 32 wow. grain, a 42 grain and a, and a 50, 50 grain, grain. turned wow. copper solid. They look pretty. They look pretty. <laughs> the BC is probably fantastic. I can't imagine these things are, are chugging at anything more than a thousand FPS. I bet no. you they're just slow as all get out. Just a big rainbow right. popping those things out there. <laughs> they're slower than I was in grade five math. <laughs> Why? Grade five's hard. Uh, and this last thing. No, no, uh, no, 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 no. Well, Why is that a thing? Why are why these is... stupid 22 things oh, a they... thing? I think uh, dat BC is the answer. That <laughs> ballistic coefficient. <laughs> when you don't know, make a funny joke. All right, move on. This is ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, the the BC is good. Uh, it will probably carry energy a lot further out. It's a fucking 22. Who cares? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to you. Yeah. Mike. Mike. Anyways. Mike Tellers. Mike cares. Uh, this next oh, one. Mike from Canmore? Yeah, Mike, Mike from, from Canmore. Canmore. Yeah. Okay. On the way. Uh, this next one, Kalashnikov unveils a gadget shotgun. It's the uh, it's the hipster shotgun for Gen yeah. Z. <laughs> so they've got this, this semi-auto shotgun that they've been doing some uh, pretty interesting things with. Interesting? Crazy? Weird? Uh, it's got a built-in camera. It's got a built-in computer. It, uh, it looks very spacey. Looks like the uh, Magpul stock on the back there. Just yeah, kind of yeah. And this yeah. is from Kalashnikov. Yep. Yeah, it's like they watch too many, like they played too many like Halo games and video games, and now they're they're trying yeah. to make like a space right space shotgun, space it, shotgun it, here. It reminds me of both my eight seventy and five ninety that were all decked out in Magpul with just a bit more mm-hmm. Battlestar Galactica Captain Kirk on it. It's got a built-in uh, HD video camera, so you can sure uh, Why not? Why watch yourself it? missing the clays or whatever you're shooting. Yeah, and it's, uh, I don't know. Actually, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm crapping on this idea. I, I, I would love if my three-gun guns all had HD cameras on them because it would make well, range yeah, footage for much you, easier. Sense. Yeah, for sure. I'll get behind that. I probably wouldn't be up for paying whatever this costs. No. No. Oh, but, is there uh, a video of it? Oh, yeah, look at that. Holy smokes, <laughs> man. He's laying down the oh, heat. Look at all the 
Look at all the stuff and the gadgets and the smartphone. Okay, it's incredibly flat shooting. Mm -hmm. It's got that smartphone thing on there. Crazy. Hmm. Look at that. So, but for the listeners, when you hear Kalishnikov, you think probably mag-fed AK-47 style shotgun. Well, baby, this ain't it. It, It's it's a tube-fed semi-auto. Yeah, looks very much like they've got their Vepper. Uh, is that is that Kalashnikov that makes this Kalashnikov makes the uh, uh, twelve gauge AK or no? Yeah, I believe yeah. so. Because like I know that you can I get like could a be Sega wrong. and a, the Sega twelve. That's the one I'm thinking of. Sega is not made by Kalashnikov. I don't know. Like, right. We can't have them in Canada, so like I feel so, like right, I'm just yeah. a total dumbass when it comes to this. Only this. Well, we get typhoon. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> all right, that's all the new gun stuff. Uh, moving on, what do people buy off our Cabela's link? Uh, so I was supposed to do this last month. I'm doing it this month. Uh, so whatever like- that you say, I'm going to mm-hmm. turn it into the name of your sex tape. Ready? Dakota, whatever they bought, Dakota is the battery name of for fishing sex and tape. whatnot. Okay, go. How do you Dakota battery for fishing and whatnot? Title of your sex tape. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Cabela's shooting mat and champion steel target. Uh-huh. Champion steel mm-hmm. target. Name of Kelly sex tape. Uh, Lyman ammo checker. I don't know how this works. Hey, Caldwell like this. lead this sled working well at all. plus three. No. Lead sled. Name mm-hmm. of my sex tape. There you go. Uh, redhead fleece jacket and a whole pile of reloading stuff. This person got like a Lyman reloading book, ELDM bullets, the Lyman long range reloading book, Federal 210 large primers. Sure, though. Lee reloading book, Lyman case prep express, and Lyman cord cob media. So someone's gearing up for reloading yeah, in the yeah. cold winter. Someone's months. someone's tired of those hoarder prices. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're gonna they're gonna get loading. Name of my sex tape. <laughs> uh, all right, let's move on to the main topic. Uh, all right, with us today is Dave. Uh, Dave's going to help us uh, understand what's involved with becoming. Is it a CFSC instructor, PAL instructor? Does the instructor? I just, your pal? I just say PAL instructor, and people go, "Oh, I like it. I like it." Depending, that of makes course, the most sense. He's he's going to explain what he had to go through in his province because it Correct. varies from province to province. I can talk about two kids. provinces, though. I can talk about two. I know Excellent. two. Okay. That's two right. more than most people. Yeah. Huh? Bring us yeah. in. First, tell us, uh, yeah, tell us about uh, what what the steps were, what it was like. Okay, I want you With bring. Provinces. I want to bring you back, maybe five years ago. I'm not BSing you. Five years ago, this gets into my mind, and I start looking around. I call Easy. the CFO. Picture it. <laughs> Picture it. Okay. So I call the CFO. It's like, hey, I want to teach your course. Dave, which province are we talking about? BC, but before BC. that, I called the Alberta one. So the okay. Alberta one tells me, okay, you got to go to the Alberta Hunter Education Instructor Association and you got to talk to them. Okay. And talk to a gentleman named John. Yeah, his name is John. Oh, He's John. A super nice guy. Right? Office John from Canada. Yeah, and he tells me, no. <laughs> <laughs> Not happening. You want to what? No, we have no. two guys. No, actually, we have like 200 guys, but here's the thing. We have like 200 guys on the book. The requirement is that each one of those guys teach exactly one course a year, and they get to stay on the book. So on paper, we have 200 instructors. But if we need 4,000 courses being taught, and it's only one a course that these guys are doing, there lies an issue. 
So John says the RCMP is not letting any more people apply or become instructors. Sorry. Because it's, it's a form of gun control. Slow down the rate of people in which people get licenses. It's true. So that happens. I go to BC because I just happened to move to BC around that time. And I go and I start the same process in BC. Same thing. Call the CFO. But this time, the CFO actually is the one administering who gets in. And they tell me no. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's you, man. <laughs> I, I, it could be. You know, the whole shirtless situation, like the shirts. <laughs> That's the guy that was on Slamfire shirtless one night. Tell him no. <laughs> and I kept dropping guns, remember? That was great. Yeah. P320. P320. Right. No, still didn't go off. Okay. <laughs> Oddly relevant around these days, but anyway, right? Yeah, it's true. <laughs> so carry on a couple of years, same thing. CFO, I call him every six months or so. Hey, you guys taking an application to become a pilot instructor? No, rinse and repeat for a few years, and I finally, finally get to they, they get to admit that basically they do this by region, and if the region requires more instructors, they'll let you become an instructor for that region. I lived in Victoria. They had lots of instructors on the book around Victoria. So they kept saying no. And finally, I said, what if I go to the north of the island? I'm, I'm willing to take the plane over there and teach out there. They're like, sure. Here's an application package. I get to move back to Alberta around that time. <laughs> so all of that, gone. But I kept coming back to Alberta because that's where I'm from. And I kept asking the Alberta end of the deal the hunters association what's happening what's happening what's happening and john would always say cfo still says no cfo still says no cfo still says no but right around the time that i moved back he says okay the cfo is going to let us run two instructor programs one in edmonton one in calgary send us your cover letter and application and cover letter and resume and at some point i may contact you with an application Great. Here is my cover letter and resume. Couple of months later, John sends me the application package. Awesome. I fill it out and he says, hand it back to me and I'll send it to the RCMP, Chief Firearms Office of Alberta. And so he does after a couple of months because he has to wait for everybody to send them back. And nothing happens because the CFO, like they always do, just sits on the paperwork, sits on the paperwork, sits on the paperwork. Oh, somebody happened to actually stumble onto the pile of applications. They look at the applications and then they give you a call and say, so you want to be an instructor, eh? And you're like, yeah. And then a nebulous process ensues where they decide whether or not you can attend the course or not. And then you get to attend the course if the CFO of the province that you're living in says you can. So you attend this course and they just cover basics of teaching. Luckily, I've been a teacher and an instructor for about 15 years now. So a lot of the stuff that they covered made sense to me. I could translate my skills into this new um, task. And it was great. Learn lots of things, learn what not to do. Like say it's 50 bucks for the, uh, for the license or you can give me 200 bucks and you're gonna get your license wink wink nudge nudge which is apparently a thing that happens and 
that has gotten a lot of people in trouble because if the CFO of the province finds out that you're just giving away applications, now every single person that has ever taken a course with you gets a phone call from the CFO saying, you don't actually have a license because the guy that did the licenses is no good. So you get to go and do your course again, or you don't have one anymore. And the same thing that happens when you have firearms without a license to anybody else in Canada happens to you. So if your instructor is giving away licenses, uh, be prepared to re receive a, uh, a phone call from the CFO. So they tell us not to do that. Great. Good, good, good tip. Pro tip. Don't give away licenses. And they explain to us how things have changed. 95, this whole scheme is actually what instituted itself. Before that, you had the FAC, which meant you might have had a bit of training. You may have not. You did an application. I'm not sure. I was only five at that time. So let that float around there. It used to be just one program. Nothing, and Kelly? then people. Kelly? <laughs> no? Okay. Carry on. You were five and 95. <laughs> Because your hearing has failed. Because in 95, Dave was five and you weren't. How old were you? You were in like your third year university. So shut up. Yes. Uh, mm -hmm. Not arguing, right? Because she no, was. I'm not. No. no. I, I don't know. All right. I sorry, Dave. Sorry. Culture a... as well. I was in Colombia. I don't know what happened here in Canada in 95. I was very concerned with other things. But, anyways, you were in Colombia in 95? Yes, I'm from Colombia. Were you working with Pablo or I don't know? Uh, no, but my mom almost got blown up, blown up by one of his bombs. No joke. No. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then people started complaining. Oh, wait, I don't want to learn about handguns. So we're going to split the course up into two. So around 99, things split into two. You could take the non-restricted and you could take the restricted if you wanted to or not. But around i think it was 2014 they said no you can't do just everything at once because that would make far too much sense which is what i used to uh, what how i took my course uh just bang it out in one day non-restricted restricted now you have to do it over two days you have to yes no efficiency but allowed the course material is laid out for an eight-hour session for the non-restricted and if you, if you take your restricted course within seven days of that first course, you only have to do four hours. But if you're oh, upgrading your PAL, or it's been more than a week since you took your non-restricted course, now you have to do six hours of training. Hmm. But that's, that's just what we have to do. So we do it that way. And there you have it, folks. That's how you become a PAL instructor in Alberta, which, by the way, if you are interested contact John at the Alberta Hunters Association and you can drop him a line, ask him about it. And maybe you can become a pal instructor as well. My experience is somewhat similar. The local guys here don't stick to the curriculum. They tell war stories. They couldn't shoot a gun to save their goddamn lives. They're both useless. And uh, people like literally students in the class are like, Dude, could you shut the fuck up, stop telling the stories, and actually stick to the course so I can get out of here? So yeah, me and that's, another guy, yeah. Me and that's, another that's, guy, that's we're, we're, we're going to try and take over so we could actually teach the course and 
be effective. And I was told, um, please feel free to send us your resume, but know that we're not taking any new instructors. Yep. So um, you, you might want to pry into how they're analyzing their metrics, because if it's only numbers of instructors, but like I said, if you have 50 instructors in the province, because it's a smaller province, so maybe you have less instructors in the books, but it's only a course a year that these guys are teaching. And you have the, the need for 400 courses to be happening, then... No, never, but anyway. Yeah, yeah, I no. it, it's, it's always better to have more. I mean, I think the, course, like the one, but... one course per year, like that's the government try, like not wanting yeah. to be the bad guy there. Because realistically, if you're not doing five a year, what even? Why even bothering? And again, like, doing it? it's varied um, from province to province for a long time, and they started to change because it was almost uh, too free in other provinces. Like, um, like remember, we know people who that used to do this for a living. They were approved as That's instructors, and they would they would do it for a living. Here in New Brunswick, the instructors don't get paid; they're volunteers, and DNR. Uh, schedules the non-restricted because they often tie it in with hunter safety. They'll do the hunter safety portion and someone else will do the non-restricted firearm safety. Denis, shout out to DC Armory. He's uh, an instructor for the uh, non-restricted and possibly hunter safety. Um, And then the restricted has gone back and forth from the CFO's office organizing it to DFO or DNR rather organizing it, but it's always regardless (coughs) instructors, aren't able to do it for a living and it's always controlled by some branch of the government here. Why is it always, why is it always free? Why, why anything? Why, why does one province get to do it one way and another province not? It's stupid Mm -hmm. bureaucracy. There's no rhyme or reason or justification for why. Well, everything's private in Alberta. Like, like another, another, well, it's not really private because technically the Alberta Hunters Association runs them as a nonprofit and you don't have to pay anything. It's donation basis. They recommend you'd give them a bill. So, you know, give us a hundred bucks for the course. That's kind of what we usually want people to do is what they say to people. If you absolutely positively do not care about getting your course, just that you have the training, like let's say you want to get at this for a job, then go to the Alberta Hunters Association. They're going to treat you great. They're going to get you the same material that I'm giving you and you don't have to pay a nickel. Is that great? Is, is, is it is it done by volunteers? Yes, they have two delivery staff. That's the name that they ha- they gave their instructors. They have two delivery staff in the building that get paid to do this. Everybody else that comes in is a volunteer. And when you have 40 people in the classroom pre-COVID, you need instructors to come in or else you're going to rip your eyeballs out uh, during testing because that's the biggest part that is completely wild and random from an instructor's point of view is you can do your absolute best to deliver the material and be engaging and be thorough. And if the person that is sitting on the chair cares this much, I'm holding up a zero for the listeners. um, The testing is going to be brutal. Anybody and their mother can get through a true and false multiple choice, 50 question exam, which is the written part. But by goodness, if I sit you down and I ask you, to get me accent proved on this here, Remington 742. Yeah. If you have not watched my video 
on how to axe improve those rifle. And if you have not familiarized yourself during practical time during the class on how to use this thing, you're Lucky not Berkey. you're not going to get through this gun. No, that's fun not a fact gun for somebody in a, in a firearm safety course. But you know which gun is the example they give for a semi-automatic rifle in the manual? Hmm. This wow. gun. This one. It's a FUD gun. It's the perfect one for, <laughs> for the for the course. <laughs> a Remington 742. You don't, you're not going to hit what you're aiming at, but at least you got more rounds to throw at it. <laughs> I should I would not call the accuracy of it into question. I would call everything else into question. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Anybody, what's the usual manual of arms for a semi-automatic rifle? Anybody, throw it out there. What do you do first? Remove the magazine. Okay. Which button do I press, Trevor? That yeah, one. Yeah. That one. Uh, that one. What What releases the magazine on this rifle? Okay. Let's start with the one behind the trigger. Do you think this releases the magazine in this rifle? You know, I've stripped enough of those at the gun shop to know I hate them. I can't even remember what takes the yeah. mag out. This one's the safety. Yeah, of course. Yeah. What about that thing on the side of the magazine? That looks like it would release the magazine, right? That's a bolt release, isn't it? It is. This is the bolt release on this gun. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That leaves this little doohickey right here. Okay. So do you think this releases the magazine? Yeah, sure. It does. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's press it up. Okay. Nothing's happening. This is weird. Okay. Uh, maybe it's like a push to the side. Bolt no. be open, doesn't it? No, no. Okay, let's roll it forward. What? Yeah, fucking ridiculous. <laughs> okay, so you roll this forward, not in any sensible way, like pressing it in. That would make sense. Or pressing it to the side or something. No, you roll it forward and the magazine poops out the bottom. Great. Now, what's the next step in checking the manual of arms in a semi-automatic rifle versus this manual of arms? Pull back. Okay, that's sensible. Doesn't lock back. No, because the mag's out. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So the mag's out. So maybe maybe it needs the mag to lock back, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Awesome. Okay, now let me try and take the mag out. Doesn't work. Nope. Doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> nope, not gonna happen. So there is a bolt hold open on this. But that's just the follower in the magazine. That makes sense. But that's it. That is it. It's the follower in the magazine that holds the bolt back on this stupid gun. So you got to close with that silly button on the side, the bolt, poop the magazine at the bottom, and now you have no way of keeping the bolt open. Your hand. Yeah. (laughs) Sounds like torture. (laughs) You know what's torture? Trevor, how do you disassemble this thing? You don't. Um, <laughs> there's a ridiculous, there's a special tool required to remove the handguard. There's a no, screw the or something for the handguard. And once the handguard is off, there's, yeah, that screw's going to take the handguard off. But then there's a, there's like a bolt. There's, there's a nut. A, a nut. Or I might be confusing that with the pump action Remington too. No, there's the pump a, action is the same, but worse. Yeah. Or maybe better. I don't know. I haven't taken that one apart. But there is a nut in here that is guarded on both sides by the action bars. Yeah. So how so do you does, get a wrench in there? 
Yeah, it's a special wrench with a pin, and you put the wrench on, you stick the pin in, and you turn, and you remove the pin, you back up the wrench, put the pin back in the wrench, and you turn. So you yeah. don't disassemble this gun. No, you don't. you don't. That's why when I picked this gun up for like 200 bucks, because it's B2 shit for the course, because that's what you use for course guns. You don't use your nice guns. You use junk that works, but it's junk. I tried to take this thing apart and I had to buy needle nose pliers to kind of like rip off that nut. And then comes the fun part. The barrel poops out the front. There is a pin through the charging handle that is affixing it to the bolt. So you have to take a punch and it's a directional pin to make it even funner. So if you try to pound it out the top, out of the bottom, not going to happen. You try to pound it out the top, it's going to come out the bottom. But you cannot insert it from the top towards the bottom. It's too fat. Yeah. So then everything comes out. And this thing is super weird. It has got, I don't know if you guys can see. Yeah. It has got a plastic dust cover over the yeah. bolt. And the, ow, and the bolt. Where are you? There I am. It is a four lug rotating bolt head. That's a good choice for something like that, though, because that that'll generally give like uh, like lower turn in and, and and whatnot, right? So that's that's a decent like if you look at the uh, BAR, it's got like a multi lug head on it too, or even the BLR, they they both have a, a multi lug head on it. Uh, Dave, when it came to uh, actually running the courses, like what did you need to do to uh, to start running them? Like you, you just ah. you just set up a, a cardboard stand, like a lemonade stand, and you're like. Apparently, you need a, f- a selection of FUD guns. Yes, you need a, you need selection, a selection of FUD, of FUD guns. guns. Yeah. So, you need guns. You need five semi, even five semi-autos. I wish you need five non-restricted guns, and you need three restricted firearms. The non-restricted guns: one needs to be one. One needs to be a pump. One needs to be lever or lever action. One needs to be bolt action, a break action, and then the semi. I chose to use the guns in the manual so that people could correlate the images in the manual to the images that they see before them on the table. Mm-hmm. That's a horrible gun. And I'm probably going to get something else mm. because that thing eats time. And that's one of the things that you have to manage with these courses is time. Yeah. If you have a way to shave off a minute of the testing, because the person doesn't have to fuck around with the awkward as hell controls on that thing. That's good. So I bought an 870 because that's what's on the book. I got a cheap Turkish break action single shot because it was painted like a Hell Kitty gun, and I'll show it off later. And then there's a sporterized Lee Enfield for a number three, no, number number one, Mark, Mark three. three. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. That's a yeah. that's very Canadian gun. You should get an SKS for a semi-auto. More I people, thought about more people that. People are familiar with those. I thought about that, but. <sighs> It probably will be an SKS, but the thing with those things is that it there that the bayonet I would have to get rid of it because it just mm-hmm. be something that people would easy. mess around with. Yeah, easy it's easy to, to do. I might have to get a different stock on it because that thing is just awkward to hold. Um, Apco, yeah. duh, Tapco. yeah. Bring, bring see, an now, SKS in now, now that SKS that used to be two hundred bucks. Here's here's your assault weapon, guys. Yeah. Uh, so good. yeah, no. Instead, I, I actually thought about using this for um for the semi-auto, just you know, because it's a little more modern. That's not better though, <laughs> in terms of like <laughs> not trying better. to figure it out. <laughs> for the people who are listening, what is he holding up? I am holding out uh 
baby's first space gap. It is the uh, <laughs> Keltec RDB that has been heavily modified by yours truly. To look as close. <laughs> I have a heavily modified Keltec because I hate myself. <laughs> exactly. I hate myself. I, I want this to look like the DMR from Halo. Yes, I am. I am that. And kind how do you of feel guy. about your life choices up to this point, Dave? Uh, eh, eh. Yeah, that's good yeah. assessment. But the gun, well, you know, the gun's I, a, a gun. You know, <laughs> the, the gun, gun is a choices. gun. Yeah. It's a yeah. gun. But the problem with this here gun is a that uh, thank you, Keltec. Thank you for that setup. Yeah, yeah, the it's problem a with this here gun. <laughs> Stop. So Keltec. there's a million screws holding this thing together because it's clamshell. It's two halves of plastic holding everything together. There are some really neat things about it, like how the how the uh, oh hold on a second. All the empties come out the bottom. That's kind of neat. All the empties yeah. come out the bottom through a hole behind the magazine well. So that's kind of neat. But what happens if you get a jam? Uh, you break the butt plate trying to mortar it out. Yeah. Ask me how I know. Exactly. Um, yes. Tell me myself. what. Tell me more about the neat features. <laughs> okay. So how do you hold the bolt open now that I don't because uh, I won't touch that thing. Yeah. So you have to you have to pull the charging handle into a notch like an MP5 to actually okay. hold the bolt open. You do have the option of using these here bolt hold open buttons. It's kind of hard to see, but you can know, have like, wiggle. Yeah. So yeah. underneath the cheek riser on the stock, which is, yeah. this is a bold pup, by the way, listeners, if you've never seen one, yep. you got to shoulder the rifle and then. No, I figured this out, Trevor. Okay, Stop good, trying to go. burn brain cells on this. I already burned mine. Okay. What you do is I'm not bullshitting you. You take your face off the stock. You actuate the button up and then with your elbow, knock the charging handle down. No. No. Really? <laughs> yeah, also not a good choice for, for becoming an RPAL instructor. No. <laughs> um. So why would you actually be bring firearms that are hard to manipulate to an PAL course, an RPAL course, especially for people oh. who are unfamiliar? I'm not bringing people. This is no. this is this is a, a major okay. major degree of uh, memory that we're talking about here. <laughs> purely for the memes. Okay, <laughs> I am I am in all likelihood probably going to get a Remington 1100 because that's dead easy. It's got one button, eh. one button. Yeah. Okay. You press the button down to put shells into the tube, but that's a thing that I might actually get rid of and replace with just the one piece loader. Because that thing, I can see people getting all mangled up. It's like, I can't push down the loading gate. How does yeah. this work? Oh, well, you take the nose of the shell and depress the silver button in the middle of the elevator to push. No, that's going to get in people into trouble. Make that one big piece. Done. Resolved. Yeah. yeah that'll or I, I think I might get like a 22. But the thing is, with 22s, they're small and easy to mess up. And you basically are only ever going to need or you're, you're you're going to be stuck using dummies with that and so yeah. you have to keep buying dummies because those could just shoot up getting put through the action so um, so so yeah. the sks might not be a bad idea yeah so uh, what have you found uh, you're you're running courses now do you like, oh, i'm running courses all the time now it's crazy how busy it is and uh uh what are you running those under like under the alberta hunting and fishing game association or under your own banner yes. or every single person in alberta that runs pal courses is running them under the umbrella or the protection or the insurance however you want to look at it of the of the alberta hunters association i don't have liability insurance ahia has liability insurance my paperwork comes from ahia 
I'm wearing an Ahia shirt, but maybe I want to think about it as like a, maybe a contractor. I have the training and the skills, and then they do all the backend stuff. I deliver the material. I grade the courses. I deliver the reports, and then I bring the paperboard back to them. They send their end of the paperwork to the CFO. I don't deal with the CFO. Ahia deals with the CFO. Do they do the, the marketing, that- and do they get people into your classes as well? They have a list available of instructors in the province. You tell them, uh, I want my PAL course. Sorry, we're not doing PAL courses at the buildings of Ahia right now. They would tell you, here's a list of instructors that if you want to contact them. Or you're a go-getter, you make your own website, you have Adriel host all the stuff in the back end so that you don't have to deal with all that jazz. And then, bada-bing, bada-boom, people start searching you on Google. How do I get my gun license? And then your website hopefully pops up. So you got to do the it. marketing. Because That's like I, I remember, I remember getting the list when I went for my RPAL. I wanted to challenge it. This is a, a while back, and they gave me a list of people. Oh yeah, you can't started, challenge pa- uh, courses anymore, folks. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is this is back in the day, and and I had yeah. to. I called them like one after the other. Hey, you doing RPAL courses? No, I stopped doing that years ago. Call the next guy on the list. Call the next guy on the list until I finally got someone who's like, yeah, I can do your, I can do, I can do your challenge. It's silly. Yeah. Really silly. Yeah. No, it's it's. So how do it, how do it can't, um, it can't be. Uh, yeah, we're we're just about a half an hour here. How do how do people find out more about uh, your courses and, and where do you do courses right now? So, like I said, it's all in the website. My website is foothillsfirearmstraining.ca. I had a nice brainstorming session with Adriel about what name to pick, and that's what we settled on. It was a, it's a nice, it's neat, and it actually tells you what we're doing. I I service the entirety of um, the foothills area surrounding Calgary, so Red Deer, Rocky Mountain House. Banff, Canmore, um, Okotoks, Chestermere, anything and everything around the Calgary area, I'm your guy. And that's the thing. I don't just run courses out of Calgary. If you don't want to travel two hours into town, I'll go to you. I'm going to charge you a couple more bucks, but I'll go to you. And that's kind of what has been really attracting a lot of attention. I'm getting a lot of people from Okotoks saying, I don't want to come into town. Can you run the course? Uh, I just did one in Chestermere. I have talking to a guy in Turner Valley about it, and so they hey, just get a bunch you, of their friends together, and you just come. Yeah, and exactly, and it's, it's it, you get a better deal the more people that you bring because then you don't you're not covering yourself my cost of getting all the way to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I have a set rate. Uh, each course is one hundred twenty five dollars if you take it in town. That's restricted and non restricted. Sorry, it's just the way that I'm charging. Uh, it's still the cheapest course in Calgary, and I made sure to do that because I'm starting out. Got to get that leverage in there somehow. Got to get that, you know, people interested somehow. So I'm the cheapest guy in town, but I'm thorough. And uh, I have meme guns. I don't know if that's an appeal point for some people, but there you go. <laughs> well, if you want to, if you want to check out a meme gun while you're doing your, your pal or our pal, uh, check out, what was it? What was the uh, website again? Uh, Foothills Firearms Training. Perfect. All right. Well, thanks again for coming on the show, Dave, and uh, telling us all about becoming a PAL instructor in Alberta. Hey, no problem. Uh, Listener feedback is sponsored by Armory DC Gunsmith. Armory DC Gunsmith is a full-service gunsmith who specializes in firearms refinishing. He offers hot bluing, parkerizing, Cerakote finishes, as well as wooden steel refinishing. Check out his online inventory of new and used guns, firearms, accessories, optics, and more at dcgunsmith.ca or visit him in the state of D.C. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, He's also uh, now a, uh, a Maple Ridge Armory dealer. 
Yep. Ah, yes. Yeah, we mentioned that. We on played the last that a show. couple of times. Oh, very good. Especially okay. when Ryan was on. Oh, good. Yeah. Hey, you know. So a couple of people have been making comments on the Facebook. Uh, Brandon wants to know what our thoughts are on the handguns and LAR mags. So bye-bye handguns, bye-bye LAR mags thoughts. Yes. LAR mags are gone? So um, Ian Ronco put out a video and he was saying uh, the 10 round pistol mag, you get a 10 round pistol mag. If it's for a pistol that is commonly available in Canada, if our LARs, our LAR 15s are prohibited and seized by the government, they're no longer commonly available in Canada. There are no more LAR mags. That's. I mean, it's a theoretical problem for future us, but maybe. Mm-hmm. Then we go on to the Beowulf mags, I guess. <laughs> Which are, yeah. Uh, uh, less uh, risky, still risky, but less risky, I guess, because that one still has to go into court and there's not really a good uh, reason that they should be uh, full to five of 50. Okay. Uh, then Russ Nodder, he said there was a guy who gave the FAC course. Uh, he was removed as a teacher when he fired a blank, a shotgun blank through the ceiling tile in the high school a few years later while teaching a course. I don't think he was <laughs> only a hunter, not a gun enthusiast. I think he was only a hunter, not a gun enthusiast. So we do know bud. that. Yeah, you know how can... a shotgun works. Point it in a safe direction. He got this that one true. down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anything else from the uh, Facebooks? Uh, no, just people actually wanting to know who the guy is with the great beard. Um, they, or the angry RC guy. Um, <laughs> Your mama. <laughs> uh, no. And then just Tim Crosno is t- telling us about how cold it is down in oh, oh, Texas right now. I hope a rattlesnake bites you on the ass. Well, it is cold. It's minus 11 there right now. Whatever. That's cold. That's cold down there. They, they're not built. Me. They're not built for they're that. Not built for cold. They're not built for cold weather. We had a we had a train track crack in Edmonton. Like one oh. of our one of our light rail tra- tra- trains uh, cracked a, a, a tr- track. Don't hurt yourself, man. Fine, <laughs> trying. <laughs> it was that cold. A rail crack. We get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we have this uh, this group that does a longest hockey game as well. They try to do like the world's longest hockey game to raise money for charity, kind of a thing. They in this the wrong week. Uh huh. <laughs> They've been shattering pucks. The pucks have been shattering yeah. on them because it's it's cold enough. You hit a puck at like minus thirty, and they've been shattering. So yeah. they've gone through more than the. I gotta look that up. I know you Why just said it, but I don't even believe it. it's a thing. Wow. Doug Rottenbush is saying that it's so cold that he's going to go and he has to go and get a new battery for his car. And I said, just take it in. That's what we used to do. Just unhook it and take it in the house. That's a pain in the arse, but it actually works. Well, it keeps it from freezing. Yeah. All right. Let's get on to the emails. I'll take the first one from Rod R. The MR. No, it's actually a news story, Adriel. Yeah. And the Edmonton Sun. Mm -hmm. Cold weather shattering pucks, not spirits. Oh, so the people are still out time. there. The pucks are like not having it, but the people like are <laughs> the still pucks out. are like screw you guys. I'm <laughs> no, going home. I give up. I yeah. I declare okay, bankruptcy this... on life. Hey, <laughs> okay. This mm-hmm. one. These are all. These are all done. These were last week's. Yeah. Oh, that means mm, somebody didn't do their job. That would be me. Sorry, no. guys. 
the bottom of the note says I do okay. the emails. We could just no. uh, we could just I riff. I I could. Uh, what is it? Uh, Ski bop, biddly boo bop for a little bit um, here. List of show yeah. note responsibilities. Listener feedback. Trevor. Okay, okay so. That, that- that but you've been doing it for to. so long <laughs> and so well. Yeah. Tell you what, I'll uh, I'll do the podcast app reviews. Uh, well, How about we do that? that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we've got some reviews. Facebook allows reviews now. Thanks to Kelly uh, for putting in the work to figure out uh, which button to click. Uh, and now we've got some reviews from Sam S. Knowledgeable hosts, interesting topics, and great guests. I don't know what show they're listening to, but uh, thank you for the review anyways. <laughs> yes. Uh, from Mark L. Wide range of topics concerning the firearms community. Great hosts and awesome guests. Also someone who's lost, but very good. Laura B. Great show as a new gunny. Once my RPAL comes in, <laughs> the show has helped me learn the lingo, but also showcases the amazing community there is around guns. Makes you laugh and learn at the same time. And cry for Kelly. Makes you laugh. Makes you and cry. cry. I, cry. No, it doesn't make me cry. It should. I'm not doing my job. But from Sean H. Great Canadian <sighs> firearms content from news, upcoming events, interviews, and personal experiences. There's something for all firearms enthusiasts to enjoy. From Scott N. Best podcart in Canada. <laughs> oh, I haven't heard that one in a while. Yeah, Thank you. Neither have I. Uh, there's something for every for all firearms enthusiasts to enjoy. Oh, wait, I missed two. I mixed two of them. Give them a list or, or listen, or you might be a communist. Uh, from Mike H., they talk the real deal when talking, uh, when dealing about Canadian gun stuff. Keeping it real. That's oh. my priority in life and on this show. Keeping it real. Keeping it real, yo. Yep. Kelly, did you want to read this one from Chris W.? Sure. So he says, hi, S. FR, which is live by radio. Glad to see that we're having fun as always. I have so he's last week when we read his email, or he was a Patreon. Remember mm-hmm. our new Patreon? Anyways, okay. I had some too with the 403. Okay, I didn't edit this. I just have to let you know. Just put it in. Haven't edited this. All right. So I'm just going to read it as, as it is. Had some too. Oh, you had some fun too with. 403. I may mm-hmm. change my area code to Alberta, not south though, if Wexit becomes a reality. 403 is the sum of all calibers I have before the boating accidents. 9mm equals 9 cents, 30-06 equals 0. 0.3006 cents, 12 gauge is 0. 0.12 cents, etc. Who knew that 22 LR is worth more than the 556? Unfortunately, each caliber counts only once. If I had more, that then two firearms of the same caliber. Uh, I will increase the amount if more guns follow the boat, um, but you will have to live with the 403 for now because the lakes are all frozen now. Well, they are in Alberta, but they're not here in Ontario, Chris. He says, cheers, Chris. P.S. Dave, count me in for Guelph games. Slingshots have floating handles, so have them, and they shoot pretty well. So, actually, he is near Guelph. So. I don't know Yay. what that means with the slingshots and the floating handles. Because and- Dave was talking about going and doing um, some shooting with the guys down in uh, Galt. Or with in Galt. slingshots? Sorry. No, but it was uh, the... Um, 
it was a service rifle conditions mm. types of shooting, but without. So they were talking. He was talking about having a slingshot. Yes, right? very good. So because some of the calibers. Right? Mm-hmm. 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 All or right. So yeah, actually, it's much better written than I read. So there you go. Mm. It's like it was written by Ginger Snaps and read by Ginger Snaps. I miss Ginger Snaps. Kind of how it... uh, James, I haven't heard from you in a while. What's going on? He sent me an invitation to some obscure gun group the other day on Facebook. Not, hey man, it's been a while. How are you? Huh? Proud Boys? (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) No. All right, <laughs> Patreon supporters. Uh, if you'd like to help support the show, head on over to patreon.com slash slamfireradio, uh, and we will uh, send you a patch sometime or another. You can also help support okay. the show by visiting our website. There's a link to Cabela's where you can click on it and buy what you're going to buy from Cabela's anyways, and they'll send us back 3% reloading of supplies. reloading supplies while it's cold and there's nothing to do, especially for a 223. Holy crappy man. $700 per thousand or reload. And mm-hmm. make it for three hundred dollars per thousand or whatever. I don't know. Shoutouts, mm-hmm. uh, Trevor, um, Stacy. My shout is to Stacy. Are you gonna tell us why? Uh, no, I just said shout somebody out, so I shouted out Stacy. Okay, sweet. <laughs> oh no, Stacy. Stacy just uh, touched base the other day, check in, see how everything was going. So I thought that was nice. So I thought I'd shout Aww. her out. Yeah, she's nice. Uh, I'm going to give a shout out to Greg Weiss for doing the program on Saturday night for Kelly and I, and for Kelly and Kyle for hosting us at their place so that we could actually get the stuff done. And I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. Cool. Finally, check us out on Gunners of Canada. Like us on Facebook. Give us a review on Facebook, and we'll probably read it on the air. And we'll see you next week. Bye, everybody. Later. So if you have any comments or questions for the show, please send an email to slamfireradio at gmail.com. Now go grab a gun and shoot something. When the talking is over, it's time to get a gun.